This is Sarcasmic with Daya Lakshminarayanan on Ravishly.com. Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome to Sarcasmic, episode number six on Ravishly.com. Today, we're talking about inventions for women, by women, and sometimes it seems like women aren't even part of the thought process. They just say, hey, chicks, you should like this. I am talking with Avira Chan, who uh, has been in online media for companies like Yahoo and Microsoft, and now I'm really proud to say that she's our senior executive associate intern at large. Uh, Thank you so much for your contributions, for which I paid you nothing, and uh, you brought a lot of value add. I'm really glad for the promotion, too. (laughs) Uh, Vera, so have you ever been to CES, and do you know what that is? I know what CES is because I work for the internet, but I was never allowed to go. (laughs) Never allowed? Why? Because I work for the internet. I'm supposed to just know from afar. Know from afar. Okay. So CES is the Consumer Electronics Show. It's almost always in Vegas, right? Yes. And it's been going on for decades. And they are infamous for having this term that was coined later on. It's called booth babes. And if they want to sell any kind of product, like... Fitbit or whatever, eye posture, any of those things that are healthcare related gadgets, they have an attractive woman where you can see the abs from far away. Like that, you can see, you can, you don't even need a telephoto lens. You can just see the abs and she's in Because it's the abs that you're looking at. That's right. Because yes. if you use Fitbit, you will immediately have abs. And, uh, and so you, these, these women, are beautiful, let's not take that away from them, and they're in shape, and that takes a lot of work, but their sole purpose is not to really talk that much and sell these products because sex sells, and they're hot. Well, the products hang better on them. Right. You know, right, you know, because Fitbit, you really have to have a bosom to balance. Yes, on your wrist. You need a bosom on your wrist. (laughs) So unless there's cleavage when you flex your wrist, then it's, it's not hot. So they don't want any fat people, any people with curves, because then you might think, Except well, for the posterior and the exterior. There are some curves. Don't, let, don't take their curves away from them. Okay, okay. Yeah, there yeah. are some curves. Yes. But overall, a fat person would not qualify to be part. That's too curvy. That's too, okay. Right. Okay. That would be the before picture of the Fitbit. <laughs> exactly. That's you. But they wouldn't have this person as a booth babe. So, uh, booth babes, this is, this is still going on. There was an article in 2016 in PC Magazine. PC Magazine covers this. Like, that's how notorious these... And so, uh, their solution was, rather than eliminating booth babes, because they really reduce women down to their physical attributes, we should combat sexism by introducing booth bros. Do you think that's a good solution? You know, I want to register this objectification is not right because bros is short for brothers and it adds an incestuous layer to which I object. You know, Booth Babes just has like that pedophiliac aspect. (laughs) (laughs) We have to edit that one. No, no, I think we can keep keep it. But I like how you 
made a new adjective, pedophiliac. Yeah, like of cardiac. It's like hemophiliac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? right. You know, right. yeah, you're bleeding. Disgu- well, anyway. So, uh, that, yeah, so booth bros is really for guys, right? Because they're bros. So, really, once again, you're creating something for men. That's right. Yes. And, and uh, the, the, the interesting thing about this is that everyone knows about this. And he, here's, here's this article. This is the, the subheading of this article about booth babes in the Guardian. And it's in the gender section, okay? It says, scantily clad women are endemic to the world's largest consumer electronics show. But we don't have to eliminate when we can innovate. <laughs> oh my gosh, the innovation. There's another gender. Actually, there's multiple genders there now. Are. There is a spectrum, you're right. It is new. There, there is a new spectrum now. So th- this, they say, at CES, which takes over Las Vegas at the beginning of every year, you are sure to see them tarted up to get the people at home to buy more things that they don't need. The infamous scantily clad models known as booth babes who are employed by various companies to lure the stereotypical sex-deprived nerds. They're, they're talking ill about nerds. Of the conference to pay attention to the latest $300 doohickey that is just a combination of two $300 doohickeys you bought last year. So th- they, th- they're basically saying our products aren't that great. So we want scantily clad women to kind of boost, if you will. You know, and they're, they're not allowed to talk that much. But it is interesting, though, because, oh, I know why they need them, though. Mm. Because you need the male customers to come and explain what the product is to them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So maybe the booth babes are not just beautiful, maybe they have a special quality that mansplaining about technology doesn't affect them. Maybe they can just take it for hours and hours, like, sweetheart, what you should really do is put this on this setting. You know? Because, and also, if you really need to mansplain something, in the end, you're going to have to buy it and use it. They will realize the limitation of their mansplaining, so they're like, ah, uh, so, yeah, it has this kind of uh, iconic reference. Okay, let me get it. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. Thank you. So, but it, this is this phenomenon has been going on for years, and people, like, all these companies are rolling out programs to get more girls and women into STEM and into engineering and code, girls who code or, you know, minority kids who are good at science. Like, there's all these programs. But if it's so endemic at one of the largest consumer electronics conferences, you would think maybe we should think about this as a, as, as a way to really not be so... Uh, revolting so that when women come to this conference it's not like hey dudes like talk to me instead of doing this or is it that we just have to accept the reality that no matter what advertising we see there's always going to be hot people and that's what makes us want to buy things well i mean you remember the dove commercials right when they said that they wanted to feature real women real bodies and women make up the majority of the buying market. They control the money. They make mm-hmm. all the decisions, yeah. right? So I think it is very interesting. Um, but if you also look at the women's magazine, they are featuring very graphic female models too. So there is this other standard that's uh, that's problematic, uh, in, which, you know, songs like Megan Trainor is trying to address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, uh, we need to look at the reality. I'm sorry, let's go back. 
Yeah, yeah. That you know, people have just been trained to respond to that sort of madman advertising, where you know, beauteous. It's it's aspirational, right?、Mm. It's always going to be aspirational, right? You know, and you look at men's sneakers, right? And like, I will buy these Air Jordans, and then I will jump ten feet tall and、mm-hmm. and make thirty million. I'm probably underestimating how much、uh, he breaks in just from the Air Jordans. So yeah, this aspirational advertising, and you know, what's more aspirational than to be. Lovely and fit, and you can see your abs from twenty feet away. You know.、Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, I I know a lot of nerds, male nerds especially.、Uh, some of my best friends are nerds,、uh, but I would say that most of my nerdy male friends are more excited when they see a woman who will actually talk to them, who seems somewhat attainable. You know what I mean? Like, like for example, on、uh, the key phrase is "talk to them." Yeah, right, yes, right, right.、Okay, yeah. You know, like in in, in、uh, Big Bang Theory, like it's not like they're not all into like that hot next door neighbor. That's that's a fantasy. But if there's some like reasonably attractive woman and she's a little nerdy and she's like, here are all of the continuity issues of Episode Four of Star Wars, <laughs> then they'd be like, whoa. <laughs> I'm in love. So what I think is, I think we're underestimating men too by saying this is what they will respond to. So let's just put this in their face. Oh yeah, and I think that's very classic about marketing and advertising is that there's a lot of theory and jargon in the back rooms,、um, but they don't unless you do a focus group. And also too, a focus group is like here's what we think is good for you. And also, consumers will say one thing and act in another. They will ask for one thing and、uh, act in another way.、True. So,、um, but yeah, in terms of what is the expectations that advertisers have, marketing have not very respectful, really, of of their buyers. I、yeah. think in most cases, they don't even consider most of them. Right. You know. And actually, you were speaking of your inventorette.、Mm. Um, I was reading the biography of the Spanx founder. Oh yes, yes. Moment to look up her name. Okay. This is why I have no short-term memory. This is what happens when you work for the internet. You just have no short-term memory at all. That's fine.、Uh, let's see, Sarah. I know it's Sarah Blakely. Or am I confusing her with one of the C? Yeah, Sarah Blakely.、Um, okay. So, start, so sorry, that sentence over. And, you know, speaking of the in, invent, inventorettes that you were referring to before,、um, the inventor of Spanx, Sarah、Ooh. Blakely, when she actually first started out with her idea of Spanx. Uh, according to our biography, you know she was out there selling fax machines door to door. Fax had, machines. She had to wear pantyhose, and this, by the way, you know this is still the twenty late twentieth century, but she still had to wear pantyhose. She didn't like the way they felt, except she liked the tummy control. Oh, right. So she had the idea. Okay, fine. She liked the way her butt looked in white pants. Then she went to the hosiery mills in North Carolina that were run by men, and they were, and they all said no to her. Wow! Every single one of them. They mansplain female lingerie to a woman. I don't、they、even said, know if、oh. you can call them pantyhose lingerie anymore. If it's like <laughs> it's gotten to sort of a utility factor. Yeah. <laughs> support hose is not really what you can ca- want to call your lingerie, honey. Look, Victoria's Secret support hose. <laughs>、um, but they all said no to her. I mean, and and then the only reason why she got a callback was because one of them spoke to his daughters and wife and said, "Get that woman back there." Wow. So yeah, I think that、um, you know you're. You, you referencing earlier that people don't really know what people want. I mean, it's not like these guys were even trying on their their product, right?、They're、well,、not. maybe we don't. Well,、know. you're right. Yeah, they could have. In had North a little... Carolina, there's probably laws against that.、Uh, 
Um, That's why they don't want people coming into the bathrooms and knowing their business. I know. Yeah, right? I think next they'll be like, women cannot wear, you know, uh, busty bras and spanks because then they're hiding the real shape and we don't know if they're a real woman. So they'll they'll get all upset about that. But here's here's what I, I think Spanx is, is good. But I feel like we need, now that men are on to Spanx, like we've got to do something else. Like I feel like there should be new technology in the Spanx that when... Like you take off your clothes and they're, and the spanks are exposed to the air for the first time, it will automatically blind uh, the retina of the man that you're with, so he can't see <laughs> that we wear this, and it'll just look like flesh. And then he'll be like, "Ooh, babe, oh, you you're want still virtual sexy. reality spanks? That's going to be a thing." Yeah, like, yeah. but it all, but it's like you know, like he has to sign a consent agreement that, like, when my clothes start coming off, you'll have temporary blindness. Because I don't want you to see what we have to go through. But wait, come on. VR, I think v- VR is a direction. You could have your Oculus Rift Spanx. <laughs> That's true. And yes. then and then you could just, you know, be in different rooms. You Actually, know? you don't even have to wear the Spanx anymore. Just put the Spanx over your head. Oh, and then you could have... And know. then rob a bank. <laughs> what, if, what if like a feminist robber was like, I'm going to rob a bank with Spanx, not pantyhose. And then they were easily identified. Well, yeah, there was that medical warning against all compression wear, not just Spanx. What? But just, yeah, well, where have you yeah. been? Like all the compression wear, if you wear it too long, you know, you squeeze your organs, stomach acid. It gets all, you know, squeezed up into all the wrong places. So, yeah, so long. So anything that you do for too long is bad, right? So including Spanx. So, you know, if you're robbing the bank, you could get, you know, you could get give yourself tumors. Oh, God. And then someone would be like, I don't know what that robber looked like. But her head had the most beautiful hourglass hourglass shape ever. So it was find, so smooth. I know. I couldn't no, tell there was a face underneath. Yeah, there were no rolls at all. Yes. Um, but you know, with the tech gadget industry, like you were saying, they want to attract more women to buy their products. So they're trying very hard to not do not. They're they're trying to kind of be like, what what do chicks want, man? Like, what do they want? So I have a couple of things that I thought were hilarious. I don't think these are necessarily sexist, but it's like, oh, you're trying so hard. I think I could help you. So <clears throat> this is one of them. It's these headphones that are very clunky and super heavy, but I think they, quote, look pretty, but they, they didn't look pretty to me. And this is, the, this is how they describe it. Sure, Beats headphones are a popular holiday gift, but what if you want something a little more original? And then they say the product, and I don't want to say that and make fun of them. Um, these handsome design headphones deliver an exciting audio experience. The bulky design of these $300 headphones are not necessarily ideal for mobile use. So what? what so you're basically... As in movement? Yes. So put these headphones on. Don't, don't be go, mobile. Don't go anywhere. Sit Stay in your wheelchair. Home. Just get pushed around. Yeah. Stay at home and use these things. That's one of them. Okay, so here's something else. This because is, women should be hearing but not seen. Yes, or yes, moving. Or moving. Yeah, so yes. you can't have those apps. No. Here's another one. You know Alexa, Amazon's digital yes. assistant? Yes. So I think that appeals to all genders, but here's how they're trying to uh, market it for women in one particular magazine. But what if you don't even want to move or touch your gadgets? Ew. With the Echo at Amazon Speaker, Amazon's digital assistant Alexa will help you with a variety of tasks all by voice. And so it's basically 
Like, what if you just don't want to touch anything? What if it's gross? I mean, again, not sexist, but kind of hilarious how they're really trying to be like, hmm, what do women want? They don't want to move. They don't want to <laughs> touch their gadgets. Okay. And then here's another. Here's two that I thought that were ridiculous. For all the Bellazas and beauty obsesseds, this on-the-go pimple zapper is a must-have. <gasps> what? Pimple zapper? <laughs> it delivers a two-second heat pulse to get rid of pimples within 24 hours. $39.99. Wait, that's not targeted to men, too, because guys get zits? No, th- this was in an article about uh, women women get... But you're right. Oh, men, right. Men do get zits. Yes, that's universal. But they're more likely to, like, you know, not be bothered by the societal standards that you have to have perfect skin all the time. Or... Like there's some woman in their oh, life. Oh, people like, get teased or acne. I think that's equal opportunity. It, but yeah, teenagers yeah, do. But teenagers adult do. acne, then you just become like a gangster. Really? Yes. Right? Because you're already scarred. You're like, yeah, I got this. You know. Yeah, like Edward James almost. Yeah. He didn't need the zits. No. Because he's an actor with bad skin. Yeah. It's character. But, but you can't have a woman with bad skin. No. Then you can't have. You're Edward morally James. bankrupt. Right. Yeah. Who, who name one Spanx. Mm. Oh, Spanx for the face. Spanx for the face, oh, as you said before. Not just for robbing not the banks, just for, for robbing smoothing, banks, out, the smoothing out the acne scars. And here's, the, here's one. This one is in an article called Apps That Prevent Rape. <laughs> if you find yourself in a sketchy situation or outright danger of rape, you'll be glad you've downloaded one of these personal safety-focused apps. Really? Is it a bomb? <laughs> With a single touch, this app sends your location to people you've pre-selected as emergency contacts. And if you sense something fishy could happen, this app lets you set an alarm and text your contacts. And here's the example. Translation, colon. You take that frat guy up on his party invite. But if you're not out of there by midnight, your roomies get a message. Midnight? Is that when, is that like the timeline, is that, is that rape the, timeline? Yes, is that, like, that's when the fratties turn into rapists. It's like the GMT of rape. <laughs> all right, it's past midnight. You, you're not out here. I get all that I want. All my emergency contacts are coming over. I don't know why I use that accent, by the way. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I think I think you were... Uh, I didn't want to imply that people with a certain accent in frats do that kind of raping. Okay. I don't yeah. want to say that. You, you, you think that people with California accents can also do that. Oh, my God. Totally. So, but isn't that interesting? There's a whole bunch of apps to help women uh, with, with rape, but there's no apps for men. If you think you're going to rape, look at this app first and don't do it. You know, like the, the onus is on the women. And there's like a list of these, like be, when you're frightened, call, call this, do this, put this in your phone. There's one that will, it's like an OnStar for women that is very expensive that they'll like call and check in on you and like you can, you know, do all this stuff. But uh, yeah, I, <laughs> you have So I think that maybe sometimes the older technology is works well, like the chastity belt with a knife stuck in it. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you don't have to pay a monthly fee for that one. But what would an, <laughs> an app app look like if we wanted to get men to stop raping what would that be it would have it would shoot out lasers to their uh as as a certain testosterone level it senses right because right first you say like can you put put on this uh smart 
monitoring device because it's just really sexy, number one. Okay. That's right, that's right. And then once that smart monitoring device starts testing the testosterone level, equal with the alcohol level, equal with the arrogance level, yes. you know. Membership then, and fraternities. Yeah. Then it numbs their nuts. Right. Numb nutter. Oh, numb nutter. That's a good one. TM. Numb nutter. Yes. Yes. You heard it here first. Numb nutter. Numb nutter. You're, it's going to be at the Consumer Electronics Showcase in Las Vegas in 2017. And it's going to be sold by really hot women who are like, put this on, babe. Honey, it's almost midnight. Can you try this on? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, Apparently I only know one. one accent. Numb nutter. Is numb nutter. Numb nutter. I think it should also take into propensity for wanting to join a hedge fund. That should also be... Oh, Yeah, that yes. should be one of the criteria. Yeah, in fact, you know what? If you're in the hedge fund, it just numbs you anyway. <laughs> because if your heart is numb, might as well numb the other parts. That's okay. That's yeah. good. That's right. good. What about apps that... Like, I think fitness apps are definitely gender neutral. Like, yes. men use them, women use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are certain apps, I think it's your fitness pal, that rewards you for eating under the normal calorie uh, things for the Mm -hmm. day. But if you do that constantly, you're under eating. It's like incenting you to to develop anorexia. Like it's like being like, you went under your calories for today. Woo! But it doesn't take into account you're doing it every day all the time. Well, I mean, that's a problem with, and that might, actually that might not be so much of an issue because bodybuilders do that and because they're cranking down these like protein shakes and whatnot because they need to get ripped so they get a lot of supplements. So yeah, but, uh, so I'm not sure if that's... um, No, no comment. Okay, okay. We can delete that part. How how are we doing on time, Drew? Uh, About 22 minutes. Okay, good. Okay, so let's, Let's wrap up. Do you want to wrap up? We, we can go for like, what, five or ten more minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have anything else? Do so you want to talk about the, you were going to talk about the bleeding things, right? The yes, I want to yeah. uh, segue into what, we, what other products we think are good and then yes. if we have any ones to pitch. So, okay, let's do that now. Okay. So, uh, so what, what else do you think uh, are interesting trends in the consumer gadget or tech space that women might want to purchase on the well, consumer side. You know, the, the thing is, is is the problem of trying to target to women, right? Mm. And when they do that, like you said, with the headphones, besides the fact that they, uh, <laughs> they're they not useful, but they, you know, they put flowers on them, they make <laughs> them pink. And, you know, there was a lot of outcry about this just a couple of years ago, like stop making stuff pink and pretending right. that it works. Right. You know, you got to make it smaller so that it fits. Sure. You know, that size. And, you know, size men, there's small men too. There's like the whole countries that are undernourished that you can target as well. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, because when I was growing up, I love the tech toys, like the hoverboard. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the burning version that we have, mm-hmm. but like, you know, going to space and, and like looking at the Hummocker Schlemmer catalog. Oh, yeah. So what, so what I object to is when they actually advertise they like around christmas time around father's day they put in the men's section all the cool little gadget yes. stuff and they don't do it for not they're doing it more but not as much for mother's day or right. in the women's section they make me go to the men's underwear section so i can see what the coolest like like hey i it'll, it'll, i can save all my coins in this operating <laughs> why is that in the men's bank. underwear section <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> maybe you empty your pockets. Oh, oh I see. I, see. Yeah, I was I like, know. what is forcing you to go to the men's underwear? Well, section that's where they here? seem to put all those like little like sharper image, oh, restoration hardware-y kind of like. Well, at least in the department stores. Oh, and stuff I see. Like that. Okay, yeah. Okay. But you know, so that's like just general tech. 
period. Yeah. Right. That's what I see. But, you know, that is true that there are things that uh, women women's needs have that they're not thinking of that to the tech about it first. Hot flashes, menstrual cycle, things like that. Although they have apps for that. Of mm-hmm, course. Mm-hmm. Like you can track your period app. Yeah. Yep. yep. What, so menstruation is a big deal because it happens to almost all women at a certain point in their life and you have to deal with it for decades. Um, and uh, and in some developing countries, there's so much social stigma yes. against menstruation. Girls and women are using horrible things like old rags or there. there's just so much stigma and sometimes there's not even like safe places to go and change. Like you just go to the bathroom in the, in the middle and like there's horrible articles about like women in Bangladesh and India who are using bad things and are getting infections and one woman had to have like a hysterectomy because she had like this horrible infection and then she's shunned from her community because mm-hmm. she can't have babies. Like horrible things like this are happening but there's a few products out there that are both kind of responding to this kind of growing problem in developing Mm -hmm. countries because of stigma and infrastructure, but are also supporting women in developed countries with the same issue that everyone is struggling with. Right, it's universal. Well, I mean, I have to say, for the non-tech, OB was invented by a woman, by a female gynecologist. And uh, actually, OB stands apparently for a German word, Ono Bind or something like that. Yeah, uh, which is uh, just means without sanitary napkins. So I mean, and that was a clean solution. Although they seem to be priced more than all the other, and then also produces less landfill. Hmm. But as far as sort of a tech solution, I mean, uh, didn't you say that you saw some pants or something like that? Uh, yes, yeah. there are two. There's uh, Dear Kate's, and then there's Thinks, and both of those are underwear. Uh, slash lingerie like for women and basically the panty part of it has a special absorbing technology Mm -hmm. that you can just bleed into the panty like you don't need a maxi pad you don't need an ob you don't need a diva cup you don't one time i went to this health food store and they sold these sponges from the sea that you could use uh, during your period but it had a warning label. Warning, uh, collected from the sea, be careful of seashell bits. Like, and I'm like, this is not a solution. This is not a solution. So anyway. <laughs> it's like, what is that? Scra- oh my God, it's a hermit crab. I know, man. I have crabs. Um, but, 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 but these panties, you can, they have this interesting like wicking technology or absorbing technology yep. that you can bleed into them. And all you do is kind of wash, hand wash them or wash them in the machine. But what you can't do is you cannot put them in the dryer because that the heat does something and it messes up the absorbing technology. But I'm not sure exactly what the model is, but it's like, it's like I'm oversimplifying. It's like a Tom's of Maine kind of thing. They're actually giving some of these panties to the women in the developing world who we're just talking about, yeah. where there's stigma and lack of infrastructure. That's great, yeah. So they could just wear these panties around, and then, you know, like, it's menstruation is literally stopping girls from taking full part in classroom activities, in sports, in going to after-school activities, because of the stigma. They're like, I, I have to go home because I have to, like, change or take a shower or whatever. So this, it's kind of like what the birth control pill did for women in the United States in the 60s. Hopefully, menstruation technology is going to be able to help these young girls and women in 
the developing world so they can go to school, they can work, they can play sports, they can do all these things that they're kind of shunned from doing. Oh, right. I mean, and that, of course, is historical, right? Women who were menstruating were, quote, bad for the hunt. Like, you have the Bushmen going out there, and, like, if there was a woman that had a period, she literally had to go to another spot in the desert. Wow. And then you have religions where if the That's woman right. has her period, you're she's untouchable for, right. for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, um, But I remember that story about a couple of years ago where there was a woman who was uh, running a marathon. And yes. she And it was a big deal. It was a news story that she let she ran bleeding which mm-hmm. if you think about it is crazy because um you know you've got some people with strong bo who you sure. know they they you know they have like they emit lava that like just makes your eyes water and yeah. it's not like they're well they okay they're shunned to a, a different extent but not in the same way as menstrual right right cycle but yeah so it, it wearable technology you know uh, they they estimate it's going to be a seventy billion dollar industry for twenty twenty five. So yeah, that that just having that uh, one, you know, having that part of that industry to be devoted to something that happens to most women every twenty eight days would, is just overdue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so yeah, some of these other products like you know the tampon with the flower packaging or whatever, like there's like almost no market differentiation except with the packaging. But so why not think of a better way to do it? Yeah, it's amazing if you think of the innovations, quote-unquote, for for menstruation or addressing menstruation. You have, you had pads with wings so that you can just fly somewhere. Like an angel. Yeah, like you're, uh, you know, you thought like, oh, is that going to be like like my hoverboard underwear? No, it was just something that, so you could wrap around the edges. And then you had the cup. And then you had those little, the, the natural things. But yeah, as far as um, uh, in terms of that kind of technology, it's very minimal. What other technologies do you think don't exist, but we should make happen through sheer will and imagination? You mean for women in particular? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, you know, women of a certain age go through hot flashes, mm. you know, and they are staying around um, in a meeting and they break into a sweat and <laughs> And people look at them like, are you lying about your presentation? You know, because she's mopping her face like she's under some kind of interrogation right. light. So, you know, that kind of wearable or some kind of like nice little scarf that, you know, wicks and absorbs and or tells you like, I sense your body temperature is undergoing a spike. Go to the bathroom now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I like that one. Yeah. Um, I I think another one would be like, I've like, there's so many women who either on public transportation, buses, crowded areas get the subtle grope like the dude mm-hmm. thinks he's being subtle yes. but it's really like what is that oh, yeah. hand doing on my butt like, right i or who is rubbing up against me gross okay what you know so i feel like we should have something called the public transit grope alert mm. like we should have something where if a dude is getting to be too close like it immediately sends like a shock through his fingertips uh right into his heart so it feels like he's having a heart attack <laughs> But it's just, it's just, you know, like a... It's like a, little, it's a light taste. Light taste. But he might like it. Some people might like it. Le- then they oh, might start no. groping more. But you know what? You, you know, like bank robbers who like, you know, grab that money. Yes. And then the die explodes. Yes. So then their hands get covered and they can be identified. Oh. I no. go for the Nathaniel Hawthorne marking, public marking. Oh, That's public what I go marking. For. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So that, yeah. it, so then everyone knows for the rest of the week Groper. that you tried to grope. Yes. I think that's good. Or what could happen is that as soon as they try to grope or rub up, uh, it's an audio, um, it's a sound card that actually 
talks to you in your mom's voice. Like, excuse me, Jimmy, that's not very nice. Like, that would be... That would be a total. Oh, but doesn't like doesn't like all the serial killer stuff go back to the moms? Like we don't want to escalate the groper. That's true. That's you know. true. Okay. Not that I'm blaming moms. Could be dads too, or lack of mothering. That could also be the case. Well, you're, yes. you're trying to be equal opportunity. I'm trying to be who yes, neglected yes, the serial yes, killer it, or the groper. You know. Uh, I also like um, if if I'm in a meeting and I'm trying to talk about something I know about, you know, like finance or comedy or. Um, politics, or you know, anything else, because Groping. I'm very, yeah. very smart. I'm right. very intelligent, exactly, and, yeah. and knowledgeable. Uh, there's always some dude who wants to tell me with actually, or um, I think you uh, neglected to mention, or uh, an initial mistake you've made in your assumptions. Then what will occur is that he, his mouth will continue to move, but it's like a mute, like it's mansplained <laughs> muter. So he will just get muted. And then everyone can see his lips move, but I just don't have to hear it. And then I can just keep continuing. Oh, you know what would be nice also is a the equivalent of a plagiarism, real-time plagiarism Ooh. checker. Because here's another thing. Men and women, you know, whoever in that sociopathic, narcissistic sociopathic spectrum who repeats what you say in that meeting. Yes. Co-ops it and presents it as their own. That would be a nice if there was a way to have the plagiarism checker. That said, that sounds like something that Daya said. Exactly. Yes. That would be great. That would be great. And then you know, um, there is this app called iPosture. Yes. Which do you know about this? I actually have a little. I bought the little clip that um, yeah buzzed me every time I hunched. Yes, it yes. buzzes you every time you hunch. So it feels like, does it feel like an electrical impulse or just like a No, it was just a vibrant? reminder buzz. Yeah, it like was just a reminder. Re- like yeah. I feel like there's ones that have a stronger emitting signal. It's yes. not just a little buzz. It's like something right. a little bit more. I feel like that might be a good uh, Chrome extension for uh, dating sites. Because if you're like, ooh, I'm going to click on this man who lives at home and he says he's a full-time DJ. Bzz, you know, like it, it just prevents you from even clicking or even looking. Like, it's like, ooh. Self-policing. He, all right. right all it's, right. Ooh, yeah. It says in his profile he's really outdoorsy, comma, but he doesn't really like to try, quote, ethnic food. But his picture is cute. No, bzz. Like, you know, there has to be certain things where you're like, no. Yeah, you actually have to enter into your in the profile like what you always fall for. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know? And then yeah. it buzzes you if you're like gonna make that same mistake. Oh yeah. So he has to be really, really hot if you overcome that buzz. Oh if yeah. It's there really might, worth it, right? Yeah, it's there a threshold. Might be, there might be like an override function, like, come on, come on. It's oh, there just, could be levels. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, it's just it's just one date, you know, and then it, it'll be okay. Sort of the bad boy exception. <laughs> the bad boy exception. Yeah. Uh any any other ones that you would like to throw in if if uh a team of venture capitalists that um listen to women one time out of 20 pitches, what would we pitch to them? What else do you think women need? There's so much that we need, Daya. Right. Uh, Okay, let's see. We need to have women in leadership positions. Oh, oh. We need to have... Okay, I'm going to get a little political. Yeah. I might cut this. All right. No, do it. So there is this false equivalency. With our current presumptive presidential nominees. Yeah, yeah, say it. But one is patently in a racist, fascist, misogynist, as confirmed by his own party. <laughs> now, the other side 
has been, you know, accused of many things. A lot of it has some fundamentals. At the same time, there is a resume to which she can point. Get it, girl. Yeah. Including a Secretary of State stint, during which time apparently she could do no wrong. So all of a sudden that is forgotten. So I think something about the false equivalency yeah. is just driving me crazy. Right. You know, the, the you have to do, like, I'm over that. Like, you know, whether you're a smaller person or a person of a different ethnicity or female in a certain profession where you have to prove more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think something that just sort of speaks for you, you know, maybe maybe a bot that because you're too, of course, too humble. You can't even recognize that what you achieved is like not something that anyone could do. It's like right. minimum standards. Right. And you and I identify as Asian as well. So, you know, I don't know about that. that. that that's, <laughs> I, I can see you. The audience can't. So I'm going to identify you. Yes. Um, but, you know, like there's Asian cultural norms yes. around bragging or saying positive things about yourself yeah. and then combine that with like women aren't supposed to like talk about their accomplishments all the yeah. time there's humility there's golden mean happening there yep, yeah yep, yep. people are supposed to recognize you but there's a equivalent in, in the christian faith right you know you sitting at the back of uh, at the end of the table then god's supposed to recognize you it's like come on up you're so awesome you didn't like you know humble brag come sit next to, but wait, to my that's right. in the bible like if you yeah don't, no don't yeah humble brag no humble bragging you're awesome and then that's you totally to in the bible at the table with god yeah wow. well i think you were at the table god you just were further down like in oh, the cheap seats yeah you're in the I cheap see. seats oh it's right. like going to like a concert and you have like seats and like the bouncers like yeah. hey do you want some seats in yeah the front? you were so quiet yeah, and, yeah. Uh, back there and you were so attentive yeah come 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 sit by the so anyway yeah so i think some kind of bot that mm-hmm. comes and set and when someone tries to say like this person is better for any reason or or like oh I wonder who's qualified to run this company or take this position while you're surrounded by the people who've been able to do it so yeah it'd be nice if there was a like a, a reality bot like mm-hmm. some kind of like you know that would tell you like it feels like ventriloquism but the stuff that you want to say like how yeah. about me like I'm yeah. qualified but if you say it you're bad so it's like maybe like a like maybe like a well, you a, say you're strident. Maybe like a Jeff yes. Dunham puppet that is it's in every office that says these things. But unlike the Jeff Dunham puppets, they're not racist or uh, xenophobic. But they'll they'll just say things like Vera is extremely qualified, and people are like, where did that voice come from? That's your conscience, you know, like something like that. Oh, another thing that women need um, in America because it's okay to be apologetic ca- Canadian. We always say. I'm sorry, oh, or excuse, yeah. excuse me, it's fine. I'm, we're always apologizing. That's right. Right, and excessively. Our, our last uh, podcast was about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. yeah. apologies, yeah, uh, so, excuse me. Yeah. So we need that bot where you zap yourself, when you, or like you come up with a, like the appropriate synonym, like pardon me, simple, excuse right. me, that right. kind of stuff, right? Or Daya's podcast comes up, that'd be yeah. amazing, autoplay. Or I think when I'm walking down the street because I'm a small, petite woman, there's like a group of dudes that come towards me and they don't make space. They just expect me to move. Um, I ha- attach something on my elbow that when I throw my elbow, it um, actually, it's, li- it's like the Incredible Hulk pushing them. <laughs> like they all fall to the side with a touch of my elbow. So it's, it's called like strength enhancer and you use it when guys like don't give you leeway. Um, 
I could see room for abuse for that, but not a bad idea. Mm. And, you know, a woman invented Kevlar, so perhaps we can imbue Kevlar with certain uh, capabilities. It doesn't just deflect bullets. What about bras? Bras were invented by men, right? No, it was invented by a woman. Oh, it was... Because, well, okay, at the time, right, it's liberation because it was invented by a socialite who um, was tired of corsets. Oh, God. Who, I don't know who invented corsets. I'd have to go back a little Maybe bit Maybe the on. ancestor of the Spanx woman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like passed down in her lineage. It's all full circle. It's just now, it's just more lycra. But yeah, so brassiers were invented by women. But you know, yeah, I'm sort of over brassiers. You don't wear them? I have to. I mean, wait, okay, let's Ooh, let's girl. go back. I don't have to mm. um, because I'm not bosomy. Uh, but I do for, you know, because the public perception of female sure. nipples is quite oh, yeah, shocking. Can't you just wear those things that... The pasties? Yes. Um, and then you don't have to wear a bra. If, if it's the nipples... I only wear those on special... Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. 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 You know, I, there's an association with that. But anyway, but yeah, the whole bra thing is. Uh, I think we're time to move on. I don't even want an. I don't even want a technological improvement for that, unless, of course, you know, it holds things. It holds. Oh, like a fanny things. pack. Yes. Fanny Except pack. Except it would be a bosom pack. Yes. Yes. When I performed in San Quentin, they told me a list of clothing that I could and could not wear. And one of the should is you must wear a bra. And the shouldn't is you must wear a bra, but it cannot have underwire because the underwire can be taken out and used to shank people. Yes. So maybe we need to bring that kind of intelligent thinking of San Quentin into the public where... We could use the underwire? Yes. Ah. We use the underwire to defeat our enemies. (laughs) Because I have to say that I went, I have gone through the period where I don't, I, I, it is hard to search for underwire free bras that still support. But you like underwire? I hate underwire. Yeah, okay. Because so, I want to stab someone with it. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what, but then back. I should embrace that. Let's bring it back. Let's embrace that. Use it like as a small weapon. It could be a Bluetooth. Okay, we're talking tech. No, okay. Okay, okay so let's not get excited about the weaponry. That's okay, another podcast. Okay, okay, sorry. You know, yeah. Things yeah. where, things where we can hide stuff is is yeah we could do that yeah how to use your orifices to, for for good defensive purposes right. but in terms of the underwire like yeah you know there's a lot of things we do with underwire okay now you're making me or the entire bra can be made out of a mesh and i could like get in free channels so i don't have to pay for cable oh that's a good i one. could be a streaming but but what if then that really i change, could be a hot spot then that changes the the old cliche hey eyes up here because then people are watching your boobs for the latest hbo special no i'm projecting i could project oh okay yeah, your, boobs projecting. Be, your bra yeah, projecting. will project <gasps> a projector onto- Amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that way they can't stare right into it because the the it, they have to look the other way. Yeah, they, it'll yeah. blind their yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. I think, you control the male gaze. So Daya. If, if you if if any venture capitalists who are interested in consumer electronics are listening, projector bra, projector bra. Yes. With streaming services. Yes. But you spot. can't directly look into it, or else it'll hurt your eyes. So you have to look externally yeah. where the projection is beautiful i think we've solved solved sexism i think so we and we didn't even move down to the underwear <laughs> we did we talked about the absorbing underwear oh yeah you're right yeah you're so right. absorbing and projecting absorb <gasps> that's so martial arts i have to say you're talking about defense absorbing and projecting that's very that's a very martial great arts thing. i think we've solved it all right thank you so much our uh senior executive associate intern at large. Thank you. Vera Chan for joining us and giving, Small and large. Giving so many ideas. XXL. Yes. Uh, Magic Mike. Thank you so much. Thank you.
This has been Sarcasmic with Daya Lakshminarayanan on Ravishly.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes.